What's up, Military Millionaires? I'm your host, David Bray, and today we have Molly Rose Speed. Welcome to the Military Millionaire Podcast, where we teach service members, veterans, and their families how to build wealth through personal finance, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. I'm your host, David Perret, and together with my co-host, Alex Felice, we're here to be your no BS guides along the most important mission you'll ever embark on, your finances. Vehicle one, you're cleared to depart friendly lines. Roger, Vic one, Oscar Mike. Hey guys, if you're looking to take your investing, business, life, or just yourself to the next level, then I have something for you. The War Room Real Estate Military Mastermind Group is a mastermind group that meets weekly in small groups of five to six people to help you hold yourself accountable and really experience that growth. But we also have a monthly guest speaker that we bring in. And we've had guest speakers that talk about mindfulness, taxes. We're bringing in somebody to talk about marketing. We bring in very specific topics that will adhere to very broad, any any kind of real estate investing or investing or entrepreneurship that you want to do. And we'll really help you out. And we let you ask these speakers questions and get very personal with them. And then back to the small groups, weekly accountability for what you're trying to achieve and just being surrounded by like-minded people. And they say your network is your net worth. I know that's an overused phrase, but I recommend that you check it out. So just shoot an email to wrmastermind at gmail.com. Once again, that's wrmastermind at gmail.com. And we'll send you some more information. An expert in creating what everyone wants more of, time freedom. Through her methods of intelligent systems, automation, and outsourcing, you will experience another 10 to 15 hours per week of freedom and flexibility. Molly Rose is and then it actually says Molly Rose is an and then it cuts off. So I'm gonna laugh and say, well, well, let's. How about we finish that this awesome. way? <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so I military spouse of 14 years, husband just joined the reserve. So that's what kind of brought me to tie into you. And along the the way of being a spouse, I. I was that corporate cubicle dweller, hated her job, had a husband that deployed all the time, the whole saga story of that. And I realized that I needed to have more freedom than this. This wasn't the life that I wanted, though it was the one that I chose by married, marrying a military member. And I uh, quickly realized this wasn't going to be my path. And so I took things into my own hands, quit my job, and I started a business as a virtual assistant. Had no idea what that was over 10 years ago. Uh, you know, I'd read before our work week, knew that outsourcing was like the thing to do uh, and created a business out of it. Learned everything I could from managing really crazy schedules and inboxes to building courses and websites and now training and placing virtual assistants within businesses. So my passion is to employ as many military spouses as I can. This is a interesting life. We pick up and move every two years, unless you're me. Uh, we have to raise kids on our own and try to juggle this. And the big thing I'm trying to solve for is just loss of identity. Oh, that's you huge. Have a career uh, for I mean, the loss of identity, you know, service members experience when they exit the military, but as a spouse, well, it, we're going to, let me just give, unpack the reason that you're here, right? We got introduced, we were talking and I was like, you, you were talking about, you know, your story. And one of the things you said was, you know, um, like a lot of spouses get stuck in this weird world where you know, they might be overqualified for a position or they're not going to get a job because they might leave into you. Like who's going to, who's going to hire a, somebody as an attorney at a law firm knowing they're going to leave in 
18 months and you're gonna have to pick up all the cases. Right. So there's a lot of weird nuanced stuff like that. And, and we were talking and I, I think I remember, I remember telling you uh, that the most hate I've ever gotten on a piece of content ever was the one time that I tried to give ideas for employment and job opportunities and skills for spouses. And the backstory to that is my wife has been a high school counselor at the time for 11 years when we got married and I moved to Hawaii. And when we got to Hawaii, 11 years of counseling uh, and a master's degree was not enough to meet the Hawaii criteria to be in the school system. So she worked at the education center on base, whatever, because she would have had to take like a 60 hour course at night or something. And we just had a kid. So, you know, not ideal. We, we went to move to California and it was going to be even more. I don't remember what the requirement was, but it was like one of those things where they tell you what you need in order to get the job. And you're like, there's no way that's worth it. I mean, it was like another year of something. I mean, it was crazy because apparently, again, a master's in academic counseling and 11 years of experience doesn't trump whatever requirement that state has that your state doesn't. And then there were a bunch of other things. And so ultimately, she ended up moving back to Missouri 18 months before I got out of the military to take her old job as a counselor and get everything set up for me to come to get out. And so I made this video because I was like, okay, this is a common thing. A lot of spouses are either overqualified or underqualified. They're not going to be there long enough or they got to change careers every time they move. So what are some recurring threads that you can pull on to say what would be useful? And one of them is remote work. And so the virtual assistant idea is phenomenal because it's remote and you don't have to change careers when you move. And, uh, so that's kind of, you know, the reason that we're doing this, right? Because I, as a vet, can't speak to what spouses struggle with because apparently I get a lot of hate for it. Um, but also, man, what good timing. Like uh, 10 years ago, being a virtual assistant was not nearly the buzzword it is now, right? Like it is a super common. I mean, I talk about them all the time. I've had virtual assistant from the Philippines. I've had three virtual assistant cold callers from Egypt. I've had like, but then I've also worked with remote people in the US and I've got an actual assistant in my office. And uh, I mean, they're game changers as far as productivity. But yeah, what a what a crazy like what a good timing to start a business because you got in on it. And then now it's like, yeah, super buzzword. Totally accidental. Had no idea. Yeah. Like, oh, so you mean I can make money for my services? Cool. <laughs> so you started out actually being a virtual assistant, right? Like you were just doing or you started the yeah. business. Walk me through how all this is transpired. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in corporate finance at a hospital system. Great job, but just, you know, watching paint dry, I felt like. So when I quit, I, my husband at the time, we had just got married. He was like, Oh, this is a catch. My wife just quit her job. Perfect. <laughs> and yeah. And he's like, all right, you got five months to figure it out. It took me three. And he said, and I, I learned the word entrepreneur for the first time. Again, you got to like think 12 years ago that people were, they were, but not in my age group, 24 years old. We weren't starting businesses right and left and putting courses out there and whatever this, everything that's going on now. Um, so I, I, I learned you meet, you can get paid for something that, you know, without being hired by a company, the traditional route, you know, we're always taught to go to college, get a good, good job and just be a corporate soldier. Um, so that kind of twisted things on its head. And I thought, what can I do for people? And, uh, at the same time, a friend of mine posted on Facebook that they were looking for a social media manager to do a crowdfunding campaign for a documentary they were doing on student loan debt. And I thought, well, I have never done this, but let's just apply and see what happens. And I did that and we successfully raised $75,000 and I just taught myself as I went. 
you know, social media is not a foreign language to most of us. So like, I can do this. And it was very successful. So just having the mindset to be like, let me try this and see where it goes has completely opened the door to where I am today. So about four years later is when I kept getting knocks on my door from military spouses saying, how do I do what you do? You're traveling the world. You're earning a great income. Ah, you have time freedom. And that's what created the, the certification. Yeah, program. that's awesome. And that, so, so what does the certification yeah. program look like if I'm a spouse and I'm interested? Yeah, so I want to preface this by virtual assistants have completely different definitions to several people. A lot of times it's the person that's overseas, five to $7 an hour. I hire VAs that way as well, but I'm very specific about what I need. Um, and then there's people that think, Virtual assistants are website developers, and it's just <laughs> crazy. <laughs> They're not. Um, they yeah, can it depends be, on, but, I suppose, on the propensity um, that you use them, right? If you hire someone to design right. websites, maybe, but if you, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the the role that I'm really solving for is this virtual executive assistant, that professional um, front of house virtually of your business handles your inbox management, your calendar scheduling, customer support, uploading things like podcasts to your website or, or confirming schedules or maybe doing your podcast production or uploading your blogs and handling some of your social media. It's across the board, the things that you can do. And there's so many options when you become a virtual assistant. So if you don't like social media, but you really love bookkeeping, you can do that more aspect of that. You know, there's different directions to go. So my course teaches the business side, because they're all independent business owners. So how do we run a professional, profitable VA company for ourselves, as well as the tech needed uh, to get your first, second, third client? That's cool. And and you're absolutely right. I mean, I've mm -hmm. hired virtual assistants in a myriad of different capacities for different things, uh, anywhere from less than $5 an hour to, you know, $10 an hour or whatever. Um I also have an executive assistant that works here in the, in person with me now that I'm finally done moving around. Uh, and I will just speak to that for anyone listening, man, is that a game changer? And I, and I have struggled so much with actually understanding how to utilize. I mean, still to this day, it is two o'clock. She should be on the clock till like four thirty or five and she's home because she was sitting there twiddling her thumbs. And I'm like, dude, I got nothing for you. Just go home. Um, you know, like go, go, <laughs> you can check the email from your house. Like just get out of here. Uh, so I struggle even now to maintain a full 40 hour a week, uh, you know, amount of business and I've got several competing ventures. So I think there's a lot of perks to the virtual side because you don't necessarily have to hire full time. And, you know, and then there's, uh, Oh my gosh. I mean, like having someone take over my scheduling and my calendar and my email and my, all of the things that just suck time out of your life has been such a game changer. It's amazing. It really is. Um, I say email is like the, the vein of our existence in, in business. It's, and it's abusive. People just constantly like knocking on your door. It really is. It's like your door, your doorstep, your mailbox. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that not only that you mentioned the part-time or not having to work full-time, the beauty of being a virtual assistant and hiring one is you can hire them for a fraction of their time. So if you're a stay-at-home mom who wants to work from nine to two while your kid's in school or from seven to 10 while you're, after you put them down, that's an option. 
or you want to work from Europe when your husband's deployed, you can do that. I did that several times. So, and then the flexibility that the entrepreneur has to then, you know, not have to pay for 40 hours a week if you don't necessarily need it. It's great. Was your, was your husband deployed to Europe and you got to tag along or were you like, Oh, you're leaving. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to go live in this country. That's so cool. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? That's what I did. Um, Budapest, Vienna, Prague was my first, well, then Slovenia. And then we met up in Croatia after four months of deployment. It was awesome. I just worked in hostels and met people and played and made money. That's (laughs) dumb, man. See, and that's, that's when you get into why this is awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So much freedom. Um, Went to Australia, the next one, I have family there. So that was great. It's just all over. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Right. So I'm in a spot in life where some of my friends have businesses that either are fairly hands off or, or can be run remotely. And I've got, uh, in fact, the next person I'm interviewing, uh, my buddy, Brian, who achieved financial freedom and was like, I'm leaving, I'm traveling for a year and I can work from my laptop. And he's, you know, he's been gone for two months now and i think he's in greece is where he'll be calling in from and uh i'm like that's super cool so like the ability to i think that's awesome because a lot of spouses you know your your husband deploys and you're like well now now what like i'm stuck in this big empty house on base on my own and maybe there's a few other spouses but oh their husbands are gone too and none of us are happy (laughs) like traveling the world is a way better option yeah, you don't have to put your life on hold. And I have friends, I mean, most, I'd say most military spouses by the time you hit your 30s are having children. I have not done that yet, but um, I have friends that have done it and they take their kids. It's a totally different breed, but you can do it if you want. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, you're right because <laughs> people do that. Uh, I, that's kind of crazy, but I can't imagine taking my kids and trying to work remotely and get anything done. I, yeah. I don't even. Yeah, I think there was some some nanny situations happening in you know Central America kind of places. There you go. I was gonna <laughs> say like great. this isn't even this office is twenty minutes from my house because I was like I don't want a home office anymore. I'm done. I gotta. I need something that I can drive mm-hmm. to. Yep. So, uh, and so I, I guess that a lot. you know if someone's interested in becoming a virtual assistant, what are some um, you know I guess what are what are some from from that side rather than from the employer side? What are some some perks and some reasons that they should look into it and what kind of skills or attributes do you think are valuable? And I mean, I guess really just kind of the overview of like, who is this best for and how can they make it, you know, worth their time? Yep. Yeah. So I think from a personality perspective, you have to be someone that's very responsible. Like you, you are running your own business. It's not like you show up and you're sitting at a reception desk being told what to do. And a lot of ways you're running the tasks for the business. That's how I train them to be really, really powerful within businesses that they're the executive admin. So they should come in and lead that part of the business. Um, having a figure it out attitude is super important to me. So if you're asked a question before you say, I don't know how to do that, or I can't do that, try to figure it out. Everything's on Google or YouTube. And if you don't know at the end of the day, then you can happily go back to your, your employer and you probably learn something along the way of doing that. Um, flexibility, being amiable, great, great communication skills, um, just being transparent and, and happy is really important, but that I see very successful. Uh, and then the ways to kind of get started or skill sets. You, I have virtual assistants that are 
former physician's assistants, nurses, real estate agents, teachers, because to your point, the way you started this conversation, it's we show up in different places and it's not worth it to get relicensed or to have that job for one year or two years. And then they fall into this work and they continue doing it because they end up loving it so much. So your background really doesn't matter. We have virtual assistants that didn't go to college and some that have doctor degrees, you know, so it's all over the, the board. Um, and then just getting in there and, and getting excited to learn. We all we all know how to use Facebook and Instagram. So at the very least, if that's where you start, you could do social media management. Or if you have great written and verbal skills, you could do customer support for a coach, as an example. The coaching industry is booming and they all need assistance to help keep track of appointments and customer schedules and all of that stuff. So there's, there's so many opportunities, I think. Um, and you can certainly go at it by yourself. This, it, it can be done. I did it. Uh, getting certified through something like mine just opens up the doors a little bit faster. We, we place virtual assistants as well. That was so going to be my next question. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I can, so, so I know you, you, you mentioned a minute ago, right? Like someone from the Philippines for $5 an hour. Uh, obviously that's not what you're doing with military spouses because $5 an hour is like not going to function in Destin, Florida. No. What kind of what kind of salary <laughs> and or rate are you seeing? I yeah. mean, obviously, I'm sure it differs by location of the. I don't know. How does that work from your end? So, yeah, totally. So the uh, the pandemic has actually been really great for everyone's income. If you think about it, I like to use the comparison that you know I just left Target, ran there over my lunch break, and you know it's eighteen fifty to be a cashier at Target. $20 to work at our pizza place now. And there also is different cost of living across the United States. So you, know, you live in Missouri, it's probably a lot different than living in California or, you know, the coast of Florida where I'm at. So it, it is your own, you know, what you need. Uh, but predominantly I see US-based virtual assistants anywhere between $20 and $40 an hour, depending upon their skill sets. My recommendation is $25 an hour for a VA. Wow. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Don't, don't, uh, yeah, that's, that's, you're right about different locations, right? Cause in Missouri, I mean, I've got a in-person assistant who I don't pay that much. And, um, even once I give her a raise next month, I won't necessarily be paying her that much. Uh, and it's above median income here, but that's from a virtual standpoint, like that's solid. You make $25 an hour from four hours a day in your house, like super cool. It's, it's really rewarding. And uh, the other thing that's helped with the income level is the demand for virtual assistance. I've never seen it like this. You know, again, the pandemic, everyone learned to work virtually. So they're getting more comfortable hiring virtually as well. Uh, so we've just been flooded with the amount of people needing qualified virtual assistants. So it's a really good time to, to do it. What are some... Uh you got any any interesting stories of like crazy things you've heard people use VAs for? And so I will just... The reason I ask that is I have a friend who, when the pandemic happened, he was a he was 17. He was going into senior year of high school. Everything was going to be done online, and he hired somebody in the Philippines to do his entire senior year of high school um, <laughs> while he was running a business oh wholesaling real estate as a yeah 17, 18 hey, year old. Kid. Yeah, he's he, I mean he's doing very well. He's a solid dude. Uh, but that's like my favorite example. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I could go back to high school and hire somebody to do my senior year, I would be. All about it. No kidding. 
well, my BAs don't do that. Yeah. They're too, they're too, they have too much integrity. They probably be like, this is cheating, you know, <laughs> military spouses. Um, so these aren't that extreme. I love that though. But, uh, so we have some virtual assistants that do like personal virtual assisting. So they've been like involved in ordering tutus and dance shoes for their moms. The, the executive, the mom is an executive. And she, so she doesn't have time to do all that. And like calling the grandparents and getting their schedules all coordinated. Like that's probably one of the weirder things. Or I had another one, which we put a stop to this, get asked to look at um, like divorce records for someone. <laughs> She's like, I, I am out. I'm good on this. <laughs> that, those are the two out of thousands that I have, you know, of tasks that, that I'm like, oh, those are a little strange. Yeah. But usually the, it's, it's pretty above board. <laughs> the personal stuff. I, I see that though. I have a friend who has a virtual assistant and he does, I mean, literally anything he doesn't want to do. He's like, uh, Hey, are you able to, t and so like she'll order flowers for his wife. And she remember like, he's got it set to like, Hey, this is the anniversary. This is the birthday. This is the birthday for my mom. This is the birthday for my grandma. And on all four occasions, you send flowers to these addresses, you know, or whatever. Um, and I think that's cool. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you as a, having an executive assistant, the scheduling and the calendar and all of that other stuff is great. But the thing that I love the absolute most is when I'm able to be like, Hey, Rachel, can you deposit this check and run by O'Reilly's and grab me these wiper blades? Here's the money. And then I can continue to work and still have the other, instead of having to get off work or go on my lunch break to run errands, I have somebody that I can, you know, pay gas money and pay and whatever. And I mean, that's it. I mean, that saves me more time. Yeah. It's crazy. So if you have someone who can. Yeah. And it's super important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like to say like all those little things allow you to using a buzz term here, but stay in your zone of genius, right? Like where you're either earning income or networking or doing a podcast interview that's driving something forward in your business. So for the assistants out there listening or want to be assistants, it's so valuable. These might seem like really menial tasks, but they all add up and, and entrepreneurs are so grateful for them. I'm sure you're so grateful to have Rachel. Oh, yeah. So yeah. yeah. And they'll, and they'll pay well, right? Like if you save it, because mm -hmm. as you said, right, if I'm able to spend an hour working on something that'll generate revenue down the road, instead of, running to the bank, then I would gladly pay for somebody to do that because otherwise I'm going to be, you know, it just helps build things faster. So it's, that's awesome. All right. So what do we, what questions should somebody ask if they're looking to get into this? Like what are some, some roadblocks and some things that you should probably watch out for? That's a weird one. I think making sure you you have the steady time available in your schedule um, to, to meet the demand. So again, it's so flexible that you know if you come to someone like me, we're going to vet your availability, and we're not going to place you with someone that needs you to answer a phone call at you know at nine a.m. every day or be in the inbox between these hours if your schedule doesn't allow it. So I think that's super important to be really real realistic with yourself about. Um, Define the level of income you need to earn. So right out the gate, you're not undercharging or ex having unreal expectations based on that. You know, we have a lot of military spouses that provide, get childcare and then go do the virtual assistant thing because they can still make more in that regard. And that's how they'd rather spend their time. Um, so that's something to consider and make sure that that's all buttoned up. Uh, and then are you excited and eager to learn? No one wants to hire someone that's just kind of checking the box and to make the paycheck. This is, these are real careers. And I've, 
I've gone from, you know, making $30,000 an hour or $30,000 a year (laughs) back 10 years ago, you know, definitely took a pay cut to clearing six figures just by learning and providing value and being excited to step into the next thing and, and raise my rates and work with more and more interesting and, and in-demand entrepreneurs. So I think there's a lot to consider. Just ask yourself kind of, are you up for the challenge? And um, so you can start small and you you can easily step into those bigger roles, operations manager roles and, and take on more responsibility. So there's a lot of growth opportunity too. Yeah. Cause if you, I mean, if you get in with the right person, and they're headed in the right direction, you know, and you do well, they're going to want to grow with you and want you to grow with them. And so there'd be raises. I mean, I have a friend uh, locally, and I don't know, I wonder if this is popular with VAs, you'll have to let me know. But so he, you know, they have a salary, but then she's in the office and she, I mean, without her, the team would fall apart. And so she gets a bonus on rev share. And so like as the company grows and does better, she makes more and more money. And I mean, she gets paid very well for what a lot of people would be like, oh, wow, hiring and admin tasks. It's uh, why are you making six figures? And it's like, well, you're making pretty, pretty hefty six figures because without you, the business wouldn't have done this. And um, yeah. Yep. And the good entrepreneurs know that. Oh, yeah. They know that the. He'll never lose her. Yeah. <laughs> um, in his head. I love. Yeah. I love when business owners uh, reward based on. Uh, revenue, profit sharing, commission, never forget your assistant on her birthday or Christmas, random midsummer bonus, or, you know, they're going on a a family vacation, like slip them some cash or or buy them a gift card to the restaurant in that town or something, you know, that little stuff. I've worked with people far longer than I wanted to because they like sent me a $25 gift card, like just that type of relationship. I know that sounds crazy, but it goes a long, long way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I should have given my assistant a raise a few months ago and I, we've, we've had open conversations where it's like, Hey, uh, we got a few things going on right now in the business that we need to button up and then this will happen for sure. Uh, but without having given that, we still do some, some rest share stuff, not nearly at his level, but, uh, because I agree, like if you can, I want you to help me with this thing. And if you're able to do that and it allows me to make a little bit more money from thing without having to put any more time into it, then I'm, of course you're going to get a piece of it because you're saving me the headache. Yeah. You know, prime example, I have yeah. a, uh, I do a lot of referrals for various things. And at one, I was spending five or six hours a week messing with that, which isn't crazy, but I mean, it, you know, it's a time. And I think I currently spend about 30 minutes a month on it and she has taken over everything. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna give you, you know, this is the amount that I was taking when I was doing it. So you get 10% anything over that or whatever. Um, and so those, yeah, you know, try to, cause you're right. You want, these people are helping you out. You want to, I, I would hate the thought of having to retrain somebody, uh, on everything I do is like, I've forgotten how to do half Retention. of it because, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. So thank goodness for loom videos, but yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a big thing. And the other, the other thing I'll mention is, uh, for entrepreneurs listening, don't discredit the, the sub level of support that a virtual assistant or an admin or an executive assistant can have in your business. So kind of give them some autonomy. If they see things that need to get fixed, 
have them fix it. Have them come to you and say, Hey, can I work on this? Like open that door. Cause they are probably a breath of fresh air and an outside perspective, especially when they start. So give them that autonomy and the same thing for the assistants listening or future assistants, you know, be that expert, bring up solutions. Say, I can make this better. You know, they, it's just amazing working relationship. Well, and, and to just add on to that a little bit, uh, I would imagine that from a personality standpoint, most of the people who are listening to this thinking it's a cool opportunity or that their spouse might want to do this, depending on, uh, they probably have a much more detail oriented personality than most entrepreneurs. Cause most entrepreneurs are more like me, which is kind of like, well, there's a trash can burning in the corner and it's my life. And eventually I'll sort it out. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, it's just very, I mean, I, I, yeah. So I, I, I told her that when I first sat down, I was like, look, I don't. And like I said earlier, I, I still, to this day, I can't figure out how to keep her busy all the time because I just, I'll do things. And then after the fact, I'm like, oh, that's, that's something she could have done, you know? And so I just, I'm all over the place mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. this. And so, yeah, when she sees something like that and grabs a hold of it, I'm like, oh, thank God. Here you go. <laughs> Enjoy. But, yeah. Yeah, that means you found the right person. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Absolutely. Cool. Well, hey, uh, I don't want to, you know, drag you around too long on the show, but what, I mean, what <laughs> have we not covered that we should have? What, I, this is admittedly not my realm from the training or employing mm-hmm. side or the employee side. Uh, so I'm not sure what other questions to ask that I haven't yet. And I, Um, filling in the gaps, I'm kind of just going to re-echo the importance of this. So I've trained over 135 virtual assistants. I'd say at least 80% of them are military spouses, not all of them. And that's, you don't have to be a military spouse to do this by any means. Um, but the feedback and life changing things that I've seen among several of the women that have gone through the program, it just makes all of this so rewarding. I've had virtual assistants go from, you know, being general admins to account executives within agencies to now being an operations manager within a major agency on our way to make partner, you know, all on salary, getting benefits now. I've had virtual assistants uh, work for several clients, decide to get her project management certification, and now she's working for one of the biggest cybersecurity companies in the world. So this can really be a business opportunity. Uh, if you want to go get hired by a company, if you want to create this big company for yourself, there's so many different ways to get paid. You can get paid hourly on retainers, uh, W-2 salaries, commission-based. My favorite is doing project work. Once you become a really experienced virtual assistant, you can offer, you know, I set up just Kajabi courses and programs for people, or I do Squarespace websites, or I clean out people's inboxes that have over a hundred thousand emails in it. Done that. So there's all sorts of, yeah. And people will pay, you know, thousand, five thousand dollars per project for things like that. So there's so many different ways to make this work and it can be so flexible. So I, I just, I wish this was more mainstream. And I, if there's virtual or military spouses that are listening and they're like, Oh, could I do this? Just reach out and and have a conversation with me or my counterpart, Christina, another military spouse, because um, we can firsthand tell you how it will be. And she's a no, you have no BS behind you. My pe- partner is a no BS person and she will tell you, she will be like, mm, this is not for you, girl. Let's, let's be real. So 
be very realistic about it. That's awesome. Have you ever run into, cause my, my, this is where my wheels went as I was, we're, we're talking about this. Uh, anyone who's done it as a side hustle, right? Like if you had a job and you're like, wow, every night I have five hours that I don't do anything. I could totally do this. Or I guess on the project side, you know, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one in particular, she's a nurse. So she, you know, does a 36 hour work week, but that's, you know, tw- three twelves. So she's like, I have a lot of extra time on my hands that I could be doing something. So that's a yeah, great, great option. That's cool. again, fractional assisting. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good side hustles out there, but not a whole lot of them that allow you to sit at your house and do something like this on your own schedule. So that's pretty cool. Wow. That's awesome. Well, good deal. Well, where, where can people reach out? Where can, I mean, obviously, uh, virtualassistacademy.com, but is that the best place to get a hold of you if they have more questions or? Yeah, Virtual Assistant Academy, um, mollyrosespeed.com, and I'm Molly Rose Speed on all social channels. I'm happy to serve and help anyone with any questions, so just feel free to reach out. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. This has been a lot of fun, and I appreciate the opportunity to provide uh you know, employment opportunities to spouses in a way that will not get me eaten alive by said spouses. So (laughs) yeah, let's, let's give him a break. He's doing really good here. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to another episode about my journey from military to millionaire. If you liked it, be sure to visit from military to millionaire.com slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts. While you're there, we'd love for you to rate the show. Give us a review on iTunes Now get out there and take action.